0: So we just did our very first iron yarn with Neil Fong, who's a, a, just an amazing man in the community. He does work uh, in the state, WA, federally, and also internationally in the health space. Um, Neil, we talk about uh, how he manages uh, in a bit of a public profile, how he kind of manages people having a go at him and how he can kind of stay true to what are his beliefs and what he's doing and holding the course. Um, he shared a really great quote about uh, Theodore Roosevelt at the beginning. So tune in, have it listen in and hear how he talks about his journey going through into from his adolescence into being a father, and how he can be the best leader and best version he can.
1: So Neil, Hi Loggy. Hello.
0: We're here for our very first episode number one of the IR. I Gun. feel very honored. I know it's. Uh, it's funny that less than a kilometer away from here, about two years ago, we had our first yarn.
1: We did, down at the uh, Leaky Tap, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, that was yeah. it. Yeah.
0: And um, you know, the lady, the girl um, who's running that, all of a sudden is now the Ninja Warrior for Australia. Yeah. Is that right? Yep, yeah, she's the number
1: one. Oh, they're doing pretty well down there, too, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a great exactly. little place to call in and grab a coffee because the parking's easy yeah, it's on good. the beach and back.
0: It's exactly mm-hmm. right. So what we want to do with Ayan Yan, I think we're just going to try out something initially, have a bit of a conversation, but you've got a bit of a quote for us.
1: Yeah, well look, I've, I've had this quote which has become quite well used now over the last few years, um, but I reckon I've came across it, and I hadn't heard it before about 15, 17 years ago, because uh, I love reading American historical biography. So one of my great heroes that I love reading about, and I've bought all his, his books that he's written and have been written about him, is Theodore Roosevelt, which was the president of the the USA in the in the early 1900s, 1901 to 1908 or something like that. Anyway, so it's called the man in the arena. It could be the man or woman. So maybe I'll, I'll better add in uh, and make it gender proper. So it's not the critic who counts, not the man or the woman who points out how the strong man or woman stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man or the woman who's actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs who comes short again and again, because there's no effort without error and shortcoming, but actually who does strive to do the deeds. So it's the whole point about like, have a crack, you know, and um, and if you stuff up and mess up, so what, you know? It's, it, it, that's how, how we make progress. So I've really always liked that. Because I, I, over the years in various roles, I kind of come under, you know, and if you're a public figure, and I've been at it from time to time, you do come under criticism. And so you can take that, you know, in different ways, but I've I always enjoyed that because he encouraged you to get in there and no matter what, mm. it's not the critic who counts; it's the one who's actually making the effort and having a mm. crack.
0: Well, it's quite like a, a it, thanks for sharing that one. It's, it's it's quite stoic, really, that philosophy around going get the work done.
1: Yeah, yeah. Look, and, and he was uh, look he was a uh, you know one of those these energetic you know you know five foot you know six kind of ball of energy that just went and went and went. So you know, it's not everybody, and he, you know, he he dabbled and he kind of was into everything. So he, he always inspired me. But um, yeah, look, uh, I think um, just having a go is 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 not a bad thing. Call it stoicism, or call it just, you know, um, you know, being open to mm. kind of trying things. So mm. you know, you could you could go at any level of that spectrum. You know, by you know wanting to kind of change the world like he did, you know, started the environmental movement and the na- you know national parks and all the rest of it. Or it could be just like just you know, put your toe in the water. That's the other way of looking at that. Yeah. I guess.
0: And you said um, you actually memorised that.
1: I did about <laughs> I did about fifteen years, sixteen years ago. Um, it you know goes on a little bit further than what we did today, but um, I have to read now because my memory is not as good. So is as it that used like a be. morning
0: mantra that you? used to no,
1: do? No, no. It was just something that used to inspire me because I, as I said, when you when you do come under criticism, unfair criticism most of the time. It's just nice to be encouraged by, look, it's not those who are criticising. F- by all means, let people criticise and have, a, you know, have their say, but they're not the ones who really count. It's if you're having a, having a go uh, and trying to make a difference, um, you're not gonna please everyone and you're not gonna get it right every time, mm. which is what he was saying. So that, right. was, that was an encouragement.
0: Yeah, right. Mm. You've got another quote here.
1: Yeah, well, um, the other thing that was that's always been really important to me. Um, hence, maybe why I latched on to kind of what you're we on about is uh, is developing relationships and friendships. So, um, Albert Camus got this other great little um, thing about friendship. Says, "Don't walk behind me, uh, I may not lead. Uh, don't walk in front of me, I may not follow. Just walk beside me and be my friend." Mm. So, I think that's a really good message mm. about, you know, uh, particularly if you're if you're into kind of leadership roles and all the rest of it, you know. Um, you know, you you do that at times and other times, you know, you need to follow, you, you can't be a leader without followers and mm-hmm. vice versa. But in the midst of all that, the most important thing is to have friends, you mm. know, and have relationships.
0: Mm. And the thing that kind of, when I hear you say that, I guess, think of all these people who I know who really just see you as, you know, as a leader, but a mate, not just a leader, but a real mate walking as like, hey, let's have a coffee and catch up and that. Yeah, and well,
1: you, yeah, I mean, I. You know, I've always enjoyed um, the relationship side of things. You know, and and just encouraging people and seeing where their journey might lead, and mm. and, it, and it's a mutual, it's a mutual thing. Um, it's not one way. Yeah. So you know, you learn and grow and get yeah. stretched and yeah. you know, inspired by by others.
0: Well, I think about the time. So you you've, in football, you've played a big role with football clubs, and you with the uh, Perth right now, uh, with the Demons, with West Perth, oh, no West Perth, the Cubs, West yeah, and the Falcons. Oh, the Falcons. sorry. Yeah. Oops, I put this up. Oh, yeah,
1: no, I uh, I got, I got uh, called out of retirement to kind of come in and help uh, out at West Bear Football Club out at Jundela, yep. um who was struggling. And yeah, so uh, it's it's great to be you know part of that and you know, footy and sport, whether it be you know surf life saving like you're into or football or netball or whatever it might be. Yep. Just such a great um, uh, environment and milieu to kind of develop those relationships. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I I seriously miss about uh, life is not being involved in a team sport now without know, a bit older. I mean, yeah, I could play veterans and whatever, but uh, my knees are no good. So yeah. I do really miss that.
0: Yeah, right. And I guess, because um, I think of like Clancy, at, at Claremont Footy yeah, Club. So yeah. you've played roles with other clubs as well as a, as a, as a chaplain? As a yeah,
1: board? so I, I was a chaplain down at the West Coast Eagles for, you know, 20, 23 years or so, you know, so back from 1993 uh, and all that period of time. So I was able to kind of, and one of, the was probably one of the first uh, AFL chaplains in WA, was able to kind of uh, forge a pathway for, you know, pastoral care and just being there. Um, as a mate and as someone that was totally confidential. That's the important thing about that relationship. So I wasn't there to kind of uh, be on the selection committee and kind of had any decisions whether someone played footy or not. It was about um, just being there for the everyday issues of life whether they be girlfriends, you know, friends, Mm. relationships, career, Mm. you know, whatever. So you've done, like I've seen
0: on on my side, a lot of the active work you do in the community through a lot of the football clubs and Mm. things like that. But then also professionally, mm-hmm. um, as as a doctor, mm-hmm. you've uh, with uh, you've done a lot of like real strategic um, business businesses, uh, engaged in many businesses. And Bethesda Hospital, yep. you're still engaged there. Yeah. So
1: I'm still uh, have been the, the executive chairman at Bethesda, and Bethesda is a you know great little boutique private hospital uh, here that has a real passion for palliative care. Yep. So in the last ten to fifteen years, we've been at the forefront of providing that end of life care for people. And so we're quite committed to that. And that's something that um, we want to expand and grow. So that's what that's one of my uh, areas that I've been involved in. Uh, I moved into health management after being a doctor, you know, 30 years ago because I just had a passion for organisations and working with, you know, teams of people to achieve, you know, a shared vision for whatever it might be. So I've had you know very privileged to run, you know, large hospitals and, you know, the health system and try and you know, make a change at the at the, at the big level. But uh, at the same time, I've enjoy that because it's, you know, you do it with a group of people, you know, mm. and, you know, and you, you develop the team, you yeah. bring them along. And so how many people kind of
0: working in these hospitals, some of the ones you've been working? Well, with? when
1: I used to run the health department, we had, you know, 37,000 kind of employees, which I was responsible for. So I've got one of the great jobs I'm doing now, a bit like you, kind of do a lot of travel around the state. I chair the WA Country Health Service Board, yeah. which is the board that looks after all the health services, Government health services and partnerships throughout the whole of country WA. Mm. And that's that's amazing. You know, to get out into Aboriginal communities like that at Jigalong just a couple of months ago and you know, um, Fitzroy and and, and and get out there and see the great job staff are doing, you know, our Aboriginal partners in at the Aboriginal Medical Service and that yeah. kind of stuff. Uh, and at the same time deal with the real challenges of uh, of not just um, you know looking after people when they're unwell, mm. but the, the well being side of things, mm. which is another passion. That I was involved in in terms of the mental health side of, of, yeah. of our community.
0: And I guess that's where kind of, um, you know, I was seeing you as a bit of a mentor. We had a few conversations at the back end of ICEA, my work mm. in the Indigenous communities mm. and things like that, and then, um, you know, into this wellbeing and mental health space. So yeah. you partic- specifically are really, you're doing uh, out of all the health areas, you mm. probably work in that area, would it be more than
1: others or oh, not not really in the last uh, seven or so years uh, i had the privilege of being on the the suicide prevention council and try to deal with that issue i'd have to say that you know you know we're making short you know short runs or you know not the the best progress that we'd like to make in that space it's such a difficult area um and uh you know the, the mental health and well-being of our community starts you know very early that i think that's the message Mm. So what we can do to kind of create environments for families or where there are no families, you know, friendships and mentors mm. and that type of thing, I mean, I, you know, I think that is going to be one of the real secrets. And of course, um, the social media that we now all have, and as we know, the digital world we live in, you know, mm. we can't reject that. We know that we know that it causes a lot of isolation mm. in terms of friendships and you know, people have a relationship with their phone more so than That's they known.
0: Think. That's known. Yeah, yeah we well, you know that,
1: you know, but you can't just say, well, get rid of phones and you know go back to talking to each other. You've got to work with that. And so something like what you're on about with mm. the Ayan is fantastic because it, it it marries that technology and the digital kind of world that we all now live in with uh, with real you know real content and real relationships.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, well I guess it kind of it's a nice little flow into this like next little phase of mm. what, what we're doing is like managing the balance of you know, family, personally and our professional lives. And, you know, when you got in a public role, such as when you're leading the Department of Health, all of a sudden, how do you keep like a bit of uh, uh, consistency at home when the kids are going through high mm. school? Mm. You know, so how, like you had these quotes, which is a bit of a mm-hmm. thing that mm-hmm. ran the back of your mind. What were some other things that you did to um, stay I've always, I've
1: always been a believer in, um, I've always, look, um, I've always had been a very busy kind of person, but I've been pretty good at resting and uh, taking, t- retreating, I used, used to call it. So it kind of comes from uh, the Hebrew kind of idea of Sabbath. So the Hebrews, you know, in the, in the uh, Old Testament times had this idea, well, you know, there were six days and then you had the seventh day, which they called the Sabbath, which is a day of rest. So that whole kind of idea of whether you're relig- not a religious thing, it's mm. just a whole, idea, a whole idea of a rhythm mm. of your life where you actually, you know, work hard and then take that day off. Now, that, I'm not saying that has to be on a weekly basis, that could be on a daily basis or it could be on a mm. an annual That's why we have annual leave. Mm. You know, you have that break, that rest. So I've always kind of um, tried to have that in my life. And for some reason, even when I was back at, you know, 17, 18 year old, I used to take off for a couple of days just into the bush and kind of camp and tent and just journal mm. and, and, you know, be by myself. So mm. that's something that I've kind of always tried to do, have mm. a bit of a retreat um, mm. rhythm in my life. I'm not I'm not as good at it as it sounds, I know, you know, so sometimes I get you know really tired and yeah, yeah. and crazy. So and I think on my wheel there I kind of you know say my sleep's not that great at the moment because yeah. there's there's that many things going on. So that's something probably I need to maybe it's coming into Christmas, right? So I know I've got three <laughs> weeks you know my world's not coming down like that. Yeah. Uh three weeks uh you know coming up to kind of you know relax, try to anyway.
0: Right and I, I, I think that's, everyone has this idea oh, we need to rest more and um, I think the funny thing that me and my partner have been talking about this Christmas time, it was like last Christmas, it was just on the beers, partying, going out, catching up with friends, not living mm-hmm. here and all of a sudden they're going back and I'm actually, my, my cup isn't full, yep. I'm actually a bit depleted. Yep. So it's one of these classic things. And so you said when you were younger, you used to do those camps. So these days you still like, you know, you may not camping, you may be camping, maybe staying in a five star hotel or Yeah. Well, I, so I do a lot of travel
1: now. So in that sense, I do get that opportunity to, you know, even though it's busy and you're into, onto an airplane, you know, every second day, uh, you do, you do get a chance to have your downtime, which mm. is, which is good. I think, I think you've got to make creative use of that though. So mm. I, I love reading, which is good. Um, I used to journal, I haven't journaled for quite a while, and that Mm. was a good exercise to kind of, uh, you know, I never went back and read it again, Mm. you know, but it was a good exercise to kind of, you know, vent or just, you know, capture, capture some of the thoughts that, you know, and I there is a, I think there's a rhythm to doing that, you know, to give you a bit of downtime. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Therapeutic's a good word. Yeah.
0: For me, um, I used to do a lot of these journaling, because I remember, I don't know if one of my mates' dads met up with, um, uh, Richard Branson, yep. and he goes, if he had like, you know, 30 second window, he goes, if there's one recommendation you tell me to, um, you know, you'd encourage me to do, what would it be and He goes journaling?
1: Right. Yeah. And then from that moment, yeah. I was
0: like, I'm going to journal. Yeah. Um, and then writing there, it was very kind of, I made consistently every week. And then that's how it, what manifested this really, because I was like, Shit, I don't want to write a whole A4 page. Mm. I just want to mm. get a picture of I don't have time to do this thing, but actually I'm going to put it, and that's how the ion has come about. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I, I think what we might do is just kind of shoot into your actual ion here. So this is the ion we've gone a few different segments. You actually had a different one here mm-hmm. um, that you've done as well. Um, so there's a bunch of these, but there's a bit of overlap with some of these. So mindfulness, yeah, yeah. And we and can being to yeah, yeah. So if we were to look at this one, so you know these these three strong ones, you got contribution, work, and and growth. So these are all pretty mm-hmm. solid. Mm-hmm. Is that? Do you feel that? these ones, uh, do they move much often or
1: look, um, the work one I probably scored highly because I'm highly energised at the moment with some really great projects yeah. uh, and some, some, some big challenges, um, on a number of fronts. So, you know, I find that, uh, energy creates energy. So you, you've probably heard that saying, so, um, the work, work I'm I'm saying is highly energized, but at times, obviously things, you know, things don't go well, They can kind of can nose fairly, fairly quickly. Um, the contribution one I've also scared, scored fairly highly because you know I one of the things I try and do is is give back and you know I've, I do a number of pro bono things currently that, which are about developing leadership in healthcare oh. so you know and the whole idea is to you know leave a legacy in the healthcare system both in Australia and I've got the opportunity to kind of um, do that play on that uh, on the global I chair a global kind of group that's Trying to raise the bar and the professionalisation of healthcare management because wow. if we we know that if you achieve, if you um, if you have better managed healthcare systems, it's going to have a better result for mm. patients and for the hospitals or all the, the prevention programs, whatever it is. So is
0: that kind of like a, um, encouraging people in that practice to do like an MBA? Or? Yeah,
1: well, part, part of it is uh, academic study, but but part of it is um, you know just that, that continual professional learning. You know, so the other thing I put down there, is high, uh, I score myself higher in is growth because, you know, one of the things that I'm very committed to is, you know, always, always trying to learn new stuff, you know, like, you know, you get uh, I'm a I'm an avid surfer of the net, you know, in particularly in my space, which is leadership in healthcare and kind of what's happening in to make healthcare, you know, systems better and and organisations and how to develop people. So, you know, I really really enjoy that space. So that energised me. So I scored myself highly on that but the contribution one yeah look you know whether it be you know volunteering or um or pro bono work you know working on things like I'm doing it's all that's all part of it Mm -hmm. I mean our community has got a massive amount of uh people that that make huge contributions you know I mean even at my little hospital uh we had a volunteers morning tea the other day about 60 or so of our volunteers all coming together and we calculated as about 250,000 worth of vo- labour that's volunteered by just a group of fifty, you know, older people that come and do voluntary things. You know, say hello to yeah. the patients, or you know, help out with you know stuffing envelopes and forms and things like that. Uh, it's it's right? just
0: it, I hear of volunteering and I think more and more about like this idea of contribution. It really is that, that social fabric, that yarn it kind of holds us really a lot of us together because yep. if we are all, all of a sudden i won't do that help out the local football club my son's u 10 group or all these different things all of a sudden you're not having that diversity mm. in the community mm. and that's why i think volunteering and this contribution where yep. you're giving it's that unconditional giving yep. is, is well so that's
1: a that great mental health program a, you know the abc act belong commit you know yep. it's all about kind of belonging to somewhere and there's always something that you can find to do to help mm. you know mm. um run water at the at the footy oval or you know you don't have to get up and you know be the coach you can do all sorts of things and i i I think and why do we have a minister for volunteers i mean governments now recognize that this is a really important part of our fabric of our community so um you know they probably could do more to facilitate volunteering to make volunteering easier yeah
0: yeah it's interesting and then these governments we talk on a on a macro level like we've been doing a bit of commentary about over in the uk they've got she got a ministry for loneliness Mm -hmm because they're so far gone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like you've got volunteering and then mm-hmm. there's actually a loneliness mm-hmm. thing where it's actually far out. This is a top agenda. We've got people who feel don't have anywhere to go. And yep. we do have that in yep. WA. Um, when they're so unwell and so out, they don't actually have someone to connect to. Yep. Yep. Um, so how do we create a culture of people coming together? Social prescription is what they're calling it. Yep. And this is what I think I'm gonna do that, talk about a little bit is actually you know, the valley at that, at that talk talking about is that social prescri- uh, prescription rather than the uh, bi- biological and psychological challenges of anxiety and depression, and then there's also this social aspect. Yep. So like right when you go to a GP, your GP actually says, oh, have you given back to your local community or have you planted some trees, or have you mm. picked up rubbish or are you working on a collective project with your group? And it's quite interesting that idea of like handing out water at the old football club, you know, and these kind of things. I think it's, yeah, it's a big one. Mm. And um, it is.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's a scary uh, statistic that I remember um, Ken White um, talking about it a year ago, he was the Minister of Aged Care before the previous um, election, uh, and he said that he'd done, they'd done a survey or someone done a survey in aged care facilities, and I think it was 40% of people in aged care facilities, or it might have been even higher, um, had not received one visit in those facilities in that previous year. In the previous year. Yeah. So it's any wonder that the actually the highest um, the highest incidence of um, of suicide is actually older people. I mean mm. that you know the, the prevalence rate is 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 much higher in, in the younger males, but the most number of people who actually take their own lives unfortunately um, is in is older people. And that mm. really usually relates to loneliness, uh, feeling you know no longer of use anymore. So you know, our society's got to, got to recalibrate itself a little bit, I think, in terms of, and as the, the Royal Commission in Aged Care is showing us, you know, mm. that we need, to, we need to do more to respect, you know, our elders, hence our real desire to kind of be involved in palliative care at Bethesda and you know, all that kind of stuff, mm. so, you know, mm. it's, there's huge opportunities for greater connections. Mm. Right.
0: And I, I guess, and that, this greater connection, it kind of leads into this next bit, like you've got these mm. three strength ones, mm. but then these ones here. You
1: know, they're not, mm. they're less than ideal, really, aren't they? Mm. Yeah, well, uh, what did I put there? Well, friends, 6.4, yeah, um, whatever that Whatever that means. I mean, I've got good friends, but I think, you know, I probably haven't had uh, enough time in the last, probably three or four months to really connect at a, at a deeper level, you know? Um, you know, the hi, how you going kind of stuff and let's have a drink, uh, probably not good enough. So I, I, I value, um, and look, you, you don't do. You only have a few that you can kind of have that type of deeper relationship with, anyway. So, I think one of the things I would encourage people who are listening or watching, or whatever, is that don't try and think you have to have everybody at the same level of a relationship. You're probably going to have two or three, frankly, um, maybe a few more. And you know, if you have a partner, um, that'll be a different relation. That'll be a different level of friendship than with, say, your friends. Mm-hmm. You know, male or female. I mean, I've got, I've got great. I've had great female friends through my life as well, like other than my, you know, my wife. So that's that's been really helpful.
0: I think it's a really good point um, to raise because you know it's. I actually got a message bizarrely last night from someone who probably more like a professional engagement, and I put up a post around friendship last night and he kind of hit me up about it. He's like, you know, we I kind of tried to reach out and catch up and be a friend, and it was you know in the spirit of it was more bring me up on that I didn't meet his expectation of that yeah, yeah. and I was like it's so mm-hmm. funny this time he had this interview right now but it was great and I sent him a message back and go mate your reality out I've got some great friends that I've got from my youth and that's as you know and I've got to nourish those relationships those friendships and I apologize if I've kind of led off a different way and it was really i've never actually ever in my whole life had that but it was i respect him so much for being mature and saying he's an older guy he's like you know older guy and we met and passed professionally yeah, yeah. but it was interesting i put a post up about facebook and it started something for him and i wonder how many other people maybe feel like that and how do i maybe neutralize that situation like have you had anything like oh that? look yeah
1: that, that's it when, when you um, when you become a let's say a, a Pub, a bit of a public figure and, and, and say a bit of an extrovert, you know, a little bit popular and kind of everyone wants to be your friend, mm. you know, and uh, you do get a lot of people that say, you know, that then have an expectation that you will be that deep friend for them. Mm. The facts, the facts are you can't yeah. and you are going to, you will upset some people because you've, you know, well, you're not being a friend to me. You said, you've got to be a friend to everyone. Well, you're not, how come you haven't rung me? Well, yeah. if, if someone ever asked that question, how come you haven't ever rung me? I kind of like, well, you know, you could have rung me. So yeah. it's not, it's not about, yeah. you know, th- that's probably not the, yeah. the friends that are going to be the deep ones that you can that count, yeah. but you know, meeting, meeting other people's expectations is, is something, um, that you just got to kind of put put aside, you know, mm. you're not, you're not going to be everybody's mm. best friend.
0: And I think this is one of the real cool things when we first chatted about this process is, you know, use the word that you said, it's like actually supporting people to be better friends. Um, because if there are these blind sides that so you're just mm-hmm. going home with your career or your relationship, mm-hmm. but actually you can hone back and actually put that person who, you know, I've got friends who are my best friends who live in Perth, mm-hmm. I live in Sydney. Mm-hmm. It's three hours difference mm-hmm. during summer. And all of a sudden, like weeks go by, months go by, and then actually mm-hmm. are we connecting deeply? Yep. I don't know what, how he's going on his mental health level and things like that. And to be able to create a space for us to be better friends and actually create and say, all right, now, Neil, or now Geordie, who I'm chatting with later, let's, this is our time for us to be, to go deep.
1: Yeah. 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 So, and if you, if you don't have those, um, the starting point is if you want a friend, you've heard the saying, you want a friend, be a friend. So, you know, pick up the phone and kind of say, let's go and have a coffee or a, or a beer or whatever, or a swim or whatever. Mm. And just, you know, say how are things going now? Uh, some people are going to be, not have room for that. Yep. But you know what, there's a lot of people in the world and um, you know, just have a crack.
0: And that's why I think is so beautiful about, and then this idea of contribution, of volunteering. Mm-hmm. You're meeting like-minded mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. who care about things. Mm-hmm. Like the friends you may have at school or uni may not be the friends you have in more adult life, you know? And that's the reality of a lot of people, most yep. people. Um, and I think he's been really kind of conscious of that yep. as you kind of, yep. as you go through. Um, and then I, I, guess this, ask the weird, is like, um, do we, in health, like, so you said you're up at five o'clock doing a PT. Well, so, okay. that's, you know, um, <laughs> I,
1: I, could look after myself, uh, a, a, lot better. That's probably the one I will continue to score low on, just kind of, uh, the knees are gone, and, but it's not that, it's more about being more regular. So I do have the privilege of, you know, hiring a personal trainer when I'm in Perth to, to use him, mm. but I don't use him enough, but. It was a five o'clock start this morning because he had a busy day with all his clients, probably all trying to get ready for, for the break as <laughs> well. Christmas so morning. look, um, you know, that, when, that, that really comes down to self-discipline, which is, you know, something that we all probably struggle with, you know, whether it be food, you know, alcohol or exercise.
0: Yeah. Mm. And so do you feel like, you know, because your, your kids are all very healthy mm-hmm. um, and, you know, your young son, Sam, he's over in Sydney. And he's playing football still. Mm-hmm, still mm-hmm. living vicariously through him. <laughs>
1: yeah, <No. laughs> probably, yeah, a bit of that. Absolutely, yeah. You yeah. I, I love going to all the all the kids' uh, sports and stuff. So, yeah, um, yeah, you do you do do that a bit. But look, it's just a matter of, of uh, being probably accountability is the other thing in that space. You know, having someone that can kind of you know make you accountable in that space. So having, you know, not everyone can afford or or can find you know someone to kind of train them, and yeah. that's you know. Um, so you know I do that but I that in that way it keeps me accountable I mean I used to have um, not just dropping names but you know Wusher John Walsfeld and I when he retired from footy you know we we're close mates and we would we would run three or four times a week and we just you know at 6 a.m in the morning we li- I lived in City Beach he lived in Florida we would meet and yeah. and it was just always happened always on time and met you know there was that accountability thing yeah. we did it um, yeah. So I think that's the key for me having 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 someone to do it with yeah. that makes you kind of yeah. wake up and turn up. Yeah. And if there not graded it though,
0: yeah, it, not what not graded it, you know, like, it. You know, I could be too better, so yeah. hence the score. So like sometimes I like it's like a bit of a challenge because I think when you have these conversations, it's like connections built through vulnerability. So going a bit deeper around mm-hmm. these certain things, mm-hmm. and so um, sharing that. Thank you. I guess the next thing is, um, and I think with, when you do iron, what we want to do with this podcast is kind of acknowledging each other when we do this. Mm. Is that actually, it's not always comfortable to go deep and share mm. vulnerability mm. and these kind of mm. things. So, like, if I was a, if you were to look at one of these, is like, say, next time we have an iron mm-hmm. and a check in, you know, do you reckon that there is something here? Because this this total, um, yep. oh, this score here, that could potentially, if you, what would you do in maybe one or two of these that could increase it by a point?
1: Well, you know, uh in the family side of things, I think um, uh, with, with one of my kids, Sam, being in Sydney, another one being married now, and two at home and not, not home very much, there, there's probably a better concerted effort to kind of work on that. Mm. Uh, you know, some of them are going through that phase where they're more grunting than kind of communicating, so mm. I would like that to be better, to be frank. Mm. Uh, we had a big family holiday in New Zealand about two months ago, which was, was amazing. And, you know, to have that time when all of us were together and to kind of see how we we do get on when we're all together was great but I think that's something that uh, I'd like to do a bit of work in by the next mm. time if I was yarning with you again.
0: Yeah. What what could that look like? Like do you think that's just more experiences to come like a New Zealand trip together? Uh,
1: yeah, or just maybe more simple things like, you know, let's go and let's go and have a beer down at the OBH or something like that yeah. with, with some of them, yeah.
0: One of these one of my um, mentors back up uh, in Melbourne what he did recently with his family it was um it was really interesting he said we you know he used to be the head of um uh, private wealth cba and so he's used to doing this glamorous five-star hotels all that and he found and then they went to um to burma um and then they went there sorry what's the new word for Burma? Now? Myanmar. M- Myanmar. sorry uh Myanmar. and they built a school for a week yeah, yeah. and he found that the family was riffing and having issues at the five-star we went all of a sudden they packed up in a non-air-conditioned bus sure. yeah. Going and then doing it, all of a sudden that just bonded them so yeah. much more. Yeah. And I thought that was just a really interesting kind of like holiday, it's a very privileged holiday to be able to do something like that. But for him, he's family for him, and that's what he's now all right, me and you know, we're going to be doing this a lot more. Doing actually, it's not about us, it's about the community and this back to the idea around these kind of things. It was quite interesting,
1: yeah. Well, you know, that you know, you, you and I both know, um, you know, Bruce uh, Robinson, you know, father in project, okay. so you know, again, 15, 16 years ago, when Bruce first wrote his book, you know, um, Fathering in the Fast Lane, you know, I was a small contributor in that book. And, you know, he, his book was all about how do you actually give us a few tips about how you father. So one of the things that I had done even, you know, like 20 years ago was to take every one of my own kids kind of um, out for breakfast mm. and not, not to McDonald's or somewhere where they just kind of go off and play and the, you know, this is when they're little, but, you know, out to breakfast, we have a, you know, to Vans or, you know, a similar type thing where you go and sit down and have a proper breakfast yeah. and just ask them how, how are things going, you know, even. So we've, we've I've kind of done that. Can't, and I think it's made, I think if you ask my kids, uh, they'd say that they remember those times and there's a connection there. Mm-hmm. And it was about saying, well, you know, how, how are things going and how am I, how am I going? Am I, be, am I being good? Nah, you're too angry or you're, you're, you're too, you know, stuff like that would come mm. out. And so. It was a good, it was a good, um, a good thing to do. Fantastic. That was one of my little tips from years ago. And I'd like, you know, i probably, probably should be doing that a bit more. Right. I think
0: it's a nice little kind of end point really. Mm. Um, well, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks Yeah, Fantastic. I mean,
1: I, I'm just, you know, going to be really excited to see where it goes. And, uh, I reckon, I reckon it's, it's a great tool to kind of, um, you know, really, take people deeper with each other and there's nothing you know there's nothing better than having those deeper conversations with people than things that really count you know so well done
0: no thank you very much (laughs)